and welcome to this new episode of the Eaching with Clarity podcast. This one is maybe a little unusual, because the first thing you'll hear me say to Lillian is that I'm not sure whether I can interpret her reading. Here's the background she sent me, which might help to explain why. She wrote... I've recently embarked on big transitions, leaving a country, migrating to another country that I'd never lived in before, starting a new relationship, graduating from grad school, and starting two new jobs, practically all at once. I've lived in three countries within four years. I do enjoy traveling and have been reflecting on lifestyle and where I've lived, wondering if where I am now is right for me as I haven't been fully connecting with the city I'm living in now. But everything else I've accomplished or done feels fine. I began the reading with Should I Go to Taiwan, where I used to live, and then simply asked, Where should I go? And the latter question remained. The question is not so much where should my next vacation be, but the context is more of going away for a few weeks to reset and rediscover myself. So, at first glance, it seemed as though I was meant to be looking at a hexagram and telling her which country it represented. This is not something I know how to do. Not that the Yi might not sometimes give a literal answer to a question like that. I'm living in the southwest of England now, and when I was chatting with my local greengrocer, it turned out the I Ching is an old friend of hers, and she moved to this part of the country because of a reading that said she should go south and west instead of north and east. But realistically, the I Ching is not normally the best place to go for answers to a where question. And if someone asked me to do a reading like that, I might normally respond by saying, sorry, can't help. The only logical alternative would be to ask individual questions about a whole list of possible destinations. What would it be like to go to Taiwan? What would it be like to go to Hong Kong? And so on. And that can work well, or it can get quite arid and hard to relate to. However, once I started looking at Lillian's reading, I got the impression it was answering her in a different way. And that might be a crucial distinction, actually, that it wasn't just answering her question, but it was answering her. I do always like to start off by assuming that the oracle is answering the question. I think without assuming that, you're really left all at sea with the answer. Still, what it ultimately does is to answer the person through the question. That's why, when someone asks the same question again and again, the oracle doesn't just keep on robotically answering it the same way. Instead, you might get a first response that answers the question, another response that approaches it from a different angle, and eventually the oracle might start commenting on what's going on with you and why you couldn't accept the original answer. Or you may just find that your sense of connection to the oracle fades away, as if your radio had lost the signal. I've also seen people ask what is logically exactly the same question, But after they've undergone some significant internal shift, the difference between asking, what if I have to do it this way and what if I choose to do it this way, or something like that, 
And then you can often hear very clearly in the new answer how it's speaking to the new mindset. So if ye responds to the person rather than the question, does it matter what question we ask? I'd say yes, it absolutely does, but not necessarily for the reason we might imagine at first. Putting a question to the ye is not the same as coming up with a good prompt for an AI, trying to find exactly the right words to get the response we need. The question is at least as much for the sake of the questioner to help us focus and align ourselves with the process of consulting. Or to put it another way, if the oracle is going to answer me through my question, then I'd better make sure that the question I ask is really mine, the one I'm really asking. Anyway, this power of the oracle to speak directly to a person is what encouraged me to go ahead with Lillian's reading. I could simply paint her a picture of what it was saying to her and see what she recognised. So that's what I did. Lillian, thank you for bringing a reading. It's a really yeah. Thank interesting you for one. doing this. Go ahead. <laughs> and I thought I'm my first reaction yeah. when I read it was they might just say. Uh, Sorry, I can't help with this one. So I am not entirely sure how it's going to go. Um, let's call it an experiment and see what happens. Um, <laughs> yes, it, explain your your question in your own words. What was it you asked? Yeah. So um, I think the question that stayed that I think that that I stayed with as I was doing the reading was more of a, a where should I go question, which um, but I had a specific destination in mind. So I was kind of asking, coming into the reading, saying, okay, should I go to, uh, would it benefit me to go to Taiwan? Um, you know, and uh, yeah, so it was, it was mainly that, but I kept thinking like, you know, where should I go or should I go? Um, which, you know, maybe that's cheating because I had kind of two things in mind, but uh, the way that my mind works, it, it felt kind of related. So I was mm -hmm. kind of going back and forth between the phrasing of those of that mm. question. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, the background to this, you said um, you've moved around a lot over the past few years, and now you're mm -hmm. happy with your work, with what you're doing, but you don't feel connected to the city you're living in, and that's and that's yeah, exactly. Why like, and that's why you want to travel. Yeah, I mean, yes, and. And I think part of that is I was also thinking about the question of not necessarily like, should I choose my next vacation or holiday? Um, but more of, of should I just take a break from the, the place that I'm, that I'm in, uh, for a couple of weeks to kind of reconnect with myself? Um, that, that was kind of the context of how I was mm -hmm. thinking of it. So. Yeah. So while I'm while I am in a place and everything is seemingly on the surface good, I, I, I haven't been connecting as much with the place or feeling as though I'm not as connected to different parts of myself that I once was when I was in mm. the in Taiwan, which is why it came up as a right. should I go back sort of question. Right. What 
what does but it, you don't mean move back permanently you just you just mean visit for a little while right yeah visit like a month or you know spend a couple mm -hmm. weeks there's sort of thing yeah 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 what does connecting mm -hmm. with a place um mean to you or how can you tell that you're not mm -hmm. if you know what I mean? question yeah good question um I think it would be more of, of what I'm doing or not doing and, and a feeling. So not as motivated to explore or, um, kind of more content in, yeah. I mean, for me as a person, I think the curiosity about a, a location, uh, usually mm -hmm. is a good sign whether I'm wanting to explore, whether I'm wanting to find kind of new uh, places. And, um, and I and haven't quite felt that. And in comparing that to, you know, different places that I've been where I, I have felt that curiosity, that kind of signal to me, you know, is that, is there something wrong here? Um, mm. Obviously that could be motivated by a number of things, but that's kind of the signal that I, I have, and then just a feeling, just a just a you know a feeling in my body, if you will, around yeah, it. I think. Yeah, yeah, I I get that. You can. Mm -hmm. It's interesting to find what place you refer to as home spontaneously in in conversation, mm -hmm. and when that changes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I the reason I had problems with this is I I looked at your question, which was where should I go, and I thought, well, there isn't an accepted way to map hexagrams to countries um, right. <laughs> if you want to spot on the globe <laughs> right, I, um, yeah. this is this is not going to be able to help um but then i looked at the reading that you cast and i thought this looks pretty much like a complete description of your situation of the background as you described it uh you cast hexagram 47 mm -hmm. confining changing to hexagram 8 seeking union um, and confining looks like where you are isolated and not connecting and seeking union the relating mm -hmm. hexagram looks about looks like what you want um searching for connection and the sense of belonging and being in the right place um mm -hmm. digging a little further and looking at this as an answer to someone who's sort of got itchy feet and is thinking about traveling as the solution um i think it might also be advice i think you might find the sense of belonging on a route through hexagram 47, through finding and following the flow of mm -hmm. that. Um, you will have to see what you think of that. You might see 47 as just the problem and not the solution. Mm -hmm. I will I'll paint mm -hmm. you a picture and you can see what it, you know, what you recognize. Um, so yeah, I think hexagram 47 is your starting point. Um, it's called confining or being oppressed it means being exhausted, hard pressed, hemmed in, uh, sort of encircled and pinned down. And the Chinese character for it mm -hmm. shows a tree within walls, completely enclosed. So, so there's a certain sense of being entrapped and not able to reach out. Mm -hmm. Also, that's uh, where it comes from. The hexagram before is 46 pushing upward. And that's making progress step by step, like climbing the mountain. And it comes with the feeling of great optimism. You know, I'm going to go through the steps. I'm going to climb them. I'm going to put in the effort and then I'll get to the top. 
um, I'll know I've got there, I'll be able to see the view, you know. Um, mm. And the sequence mm -hmm. from 46 into 47 says pushing upward and not reaching an end is necessarily confining. I think it speaks to the frustration mm. of this. And from what you said, you have gone through a process of mm -hmm. study, graduate school, getting jobs step by step, and you've arrived and this doesn't feel like the goal. Um, doesn't feel like mm. you've got there. Mm. Mm -hmm. So the oracle for this, and this is where we start getting from description of problem into advice for how to navigate it. The oracle says, confining, creating success, constancy of a great person is good fortune, not a mistake. There are words not trusted. Um, the right response to confinement is the constancy of a great person, and this is good fortune. It doesn't sound to me like an escape attempt. Um, it, it doesn't shout mm -hmm. jump on a plane um, to me. <laughs> it's about being, which admittedly was not, you know, not you're not likely to find that specified in a text 3,000 years old, but you know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> Mm -hmm. is, is the constancy, <laughs> the, the perseverance and steadiness of a great person, which is someone who mm. doesn't just accept and go along with how things are, is not forced to adapt, but has the capacity and the vision to see how things could be different. It's kind of knowing who you are and what you're doing and what you envision and what you want to create. And constancy in this is mm. good fortune and not a mistake. In other words, I think this is not necessarily the wrong place. I think it's good that it tells you this mm. because we do normally expect the world to tell us that we're on the right track somehow. Mm. You know, you put in the effort and mm -hmm. you see a result and then you know this is the right way. Um, and 47 confinement is often not like that. It, um, it depends more on the constancy of the great person, the inner quality. It really throws you back on your inner resources. Um, you're nodding, so this this is making some sense. Yeah, yeah, it it is. I'm 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 thinking about it. Um, I wanted to ask maybe a question so mm -hmm. that I'm understanding. So you mentioned constancy and perseverance, which I know are words that come up Ching a lot. Mm -hmm. In this case, you're saying that it's it's in relation to like keeping the vision you said or or keeping um i guess not jumping on a plane unfortunately um but probably not keeping in mind what like the original goals of mm. me being here was or yeah is yes. it more like that yeah mm. yes i think the original goals part that that will be worth coming back to when we get to the next hexagram as well that's in there too Okay. And the one other thing it says is there are words not trusted. Basically, is don't believe everything mm -hmm. you hear. And that includes, I found, don't believe everything you're telling yourself. Um, the inner narratives. Mm -hmm. Ones that say this mm -hmm. is all wrong, this must prove X. Yeah, and well, not necessarily. Mm -hmm. um, okay. So yeah. I was all wrong. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm... So I say, this is, this is my guess as to how it's answering your question. This is my feeling. Yours may be different. 
I, as we go through, see what resonates, see what feels right, see what feels like I'm completely off the rails, and we'll put you'll put it together. Mm-hmm. No, so far it definitely it's so far it definitely does. When I got this as well, I mean, and sometimes my readings are often quite like that. <laughs> so this is pretty pretty on track, but um, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. The trigram picture of this one is interesting. Um, I'm guessing you know what I mean by trigrams. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. These. This has the lake outside and the water, running water inside, and so the water is draining down and in from the lake. So a lake on the outside would normally be, be social life, interaction, uh, connecting, exchanging, curiosity. You mentioned being out there and and mingling, and the water is draining away from that. There's no energy for that. Um, because it's all flowing down and in, I, this is really why I don't think this is necessarily time to travel and see new places, because the whole direction of the thing um, is like the river flowing down and in and draining draining from the lake and going underground. You talked about wanting to rediscover yourself. And mm. yeah, absolutely. And that's, you know, that way, down, <laughs> not upward and outward. Mm-hmm. What mm-hmm. I like about this picture is that lakes and rivers are both made of water so as the lake drains and empties out the underground river must get correspondingly fuller and stronger everything is flowing into that Mm. and i think that's reflected in the Mm. text of the image lake without water confined a noble one carries out the mandate and fulfills her aspiration I think the mandate, mm. the aspiration is kind of flowing into the mandate. The desire is flowing into the calling. It can mm. be a picture of exhaustion on one level, everything kind of emptied out into this, but it's also a picture of a powerful current that flows through. Mm. 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 And I, I, yeah, I you, that... you do important work, don't you? Uh, yeah, I work. Um, I work uh, in the environmental realm, so I work mm. on climate change, climate work, and mm. clean energy. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thank goodness. Yeah, <laughs> mm. yeah we need. That. <laughs> mm. Yeah. So there is a level of exhaustion that I that you can feel. <laughs> yeah, uh, for sure. Mm. Mm-hmm. But I, but I see it, what you're saying, the images as being, um, or the trigram as being related to both the exhaustion, but also, um, you know, carrying out the mandate, fulfilling the aspiration. I mean, I think that that part resonates as well as something that's getting learned stronger. There's a duality mm-hmm. there that I think kind of like mm-hmm. applies uh, to different moments. Yeah. Yeah. You said that your lack of curiosity about turn the city around you the not wanting to explore seemed like a sign it might be the wrong city um maybe it's just not time for that maybe you're just not in exploring season that is yeah that's a good point especially Mm. yeah since I Ching is all about timings and and cycles of things Mm. that would make quality qualities of time yeah that would make sense Mm -hmm. okay so in the background sits your relating hexagram which is very much your hexagram what you want your direction your motivation what creates the movement 
in a way, and that's hexagonate, which seeks union and belonging. And its name means what fits, what goes alongside and is compared. Um, and in this hexagram especially, it keeps asking the question, does this belong and do I belong here? Mm-hmm. And it wants to find that sense of belonging and a place that feels right. That's that's a very strong motivation in this one. Mm-hmm. And it's not like mm-hmm. the preceding hexagram, which is the army. Um, and the army is motivated wholly by necessity. The army says, my job is here, so I'll move there. Uh, Or something something is wrong, so Mm. I have to get myself together and go and sort it out. It doesn't stop to say, does this feel right? It just says, that is wrong, it must be fixed, off we go. You know, we've got to do whatever's necessary. But as that energy comes together, as it gathers, Mm. then it's natural for eight to follow and to start asking what feels right and to try to be led by by that by delight according to the contrast between the two seeking union means delight and the army means mm. grieving so the army is uh, mm. motivated by what's wrong and seeking union is looking for what feels right it's a very different kind of energy mm-hmm. seeking union is good fortune at the origin of oracle consultation from the source ever flowing constancy no mistake not at rest, coming on all sides for the late comer, pitfall. So here you are, seeking union, and this is good fortune. And it says, it talks about the origin of oracle consultation coming from there. And I think this is saying, well, why did you ask? What's the desire behind the question? It can help to do spend some time on your own doing a bit of digging into that, you know, Hmm. Why do I want to know that? Why is this important? And then you say, oh, because of this. And you say, okay, why is that important? Um, and you get back, as it were, hmm. to the source of the river. It's hmm. Hmm, which relates to what we were saying about forty-seven, I think, and the sense of what flows and the currents. Only this is about right. retracing to the source of that. Um, hmm. And it yeah. says, yeah. Mm-hmm. This is good. I mean, I I just wanted to um, call out that the what's the desire behind the question is is a is a good one. When I was looking mm-hmm. at the results, that's something that I didn't quite quite see. So it's good to actually hear hear that. And uh, yeah, again, very very in line with some of the readings that I get, which is you can be wrong and <laughs> think think about this some some more um, which is good it's 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 good for me to do <laughs> go ahead <laughs> hmm. so yes then it says no mistake again and between this and hexagram 47 with all its imagery of flow and currents i have the idea that if you are if you stay kind of in the river and um, being guided by the sense of what motivates you and what you aspire to you won't go far wrong it is important mm-hmm. to stay stay in it and allow that motion to carry you. There's a core contrast in this oracle. It starts with seeking union, good fortune, and then the last thing it says is for the late comer, pitfall, which is the opposite omen, misfortune. There's a story behind that of um, someone who sits on a fence for rather too long and uh, fails to opt in and choose where they where to belong and show up there fully so 
yeah, seek union, opt in, jump in with both feet. Um, do not sit on fences. That's the feeling of it. Mm -hmm. There's more flowing river here. Now the trigrams show rivers flowing over the earth. And if you look mm -hmm. at maps or if you look at two drops of water on a window pane, you know that they tend to flow together. That's what water mm -hmm. naturally does. It forms, it draws together and comes together into bigger bodies. So that's, I think, what you're looking for, um, the sense of flowing into, flowing together, and all that's supported by the earth. And then the image text gets really direct. Above earth is the stream seeking union. The ancient kings founded countless cities for relationships with all the feudal lords. Um, which sounds like advice to me. Cities are founded so people can be connected as hubs, as communication links. Especially, of course, you know, a couple of thousand years ago, but that's still what they do. So it says, you know, look, you live in a city, this is what it's for. And also, I think it asks, what are you founding to create relationships um, mm. and foster them and give them this kind of secure foundation? Yeah, the way you described uh, curiosity and wanting to explore and connecting to place, it sounded, um, you know, it sounded more like how a traveller relates to a place. Um, let's go and discover it. Yeah. Uh, as, as opposed <laughs> mm -hmm. to someone who's going to live there, maybe? Yeah, I mean, I think, I think that's right. I think there's a level of this, of being of hopping around for the past three almost four years that that is how I've been relating to places mm. because it there's there hasn't been a permanence you know I know I'm going to be here for a set time period um, and it's been and it feels like a long time especially in between that COVID happened mm. that that I've actually had to settle and kind of be like okay this is it you know um, and maybe some of that is a bit like different or unnerving, um, mm. but yeah, that's that's good to call out because I I think my tendency is like, what can I explore? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, which and also way, maybe which the way can I go? What's what's interesting out there? Yeah, mm. fully free and all paths are open. Mm. Yeah, the timing of that as well is is it it's a quick time frame perhaps right? It's like let's go out explore. Um, it needs to happen quickly <laughs> mm. um, because, you know, I don't have so much time. So I, I think that, that might be an element to it as well. Mm. Yes, which is very different from the sense of making a home in a place. Yeah, mm. Mm. exactly. Yeah. So you're changing lines. Line two, confined while drinking and feasting. And now the scarlet knee coverings are coming. Fruitful to use thank offerings and oblations, setting out to bring order is a pitfall, and no mistake. Which is a long and complicated line. I think it's a, probably about the process of connecting with the city where you are. And to start with, confined while drinking and feasting, it has that sense of being alone amidst plenty, surrounded by people and still isolated. Uh, and that sounds to me like being in a city and not feeling at home in it. Mm. It's all there and um, you're not quite part of it. Uh, the scarlet knee coverings. 
probably wins prizes for one of these weird images. Mm. Um, this was a ceremonial garment for particularly high-ranking officials. And they're probably coming bringing offers of important work or important ways to get more involved. Jobs, creative projects, like you said. Um, this mm -hmm. line, if it changed on its own, would point you to hexagram 45, which is gathering. And I think that is part of the invitation to become more involved, more invested in the place. Mm. There are things you can do here, ways you can, ways you can belong. Um, and the right way to respond to this is with thank offerings and oblations, which are small scale and sincere and probably gradual, building up the relationship, becoming more integrated. Mm -hmm. What mm -hmm. doesn't work how not to respond is to set out to bring order. Mm -hmm. um, now, the original idea of setting out to bring order was marshalling your army and marching it out to the border country to make that safe for civilization. So I suppose there are two meanings for that. One is fixing things quickly, um, sorting them out to be how you want. And another is traveling, because that's also what it means. What this shows instead is is a kind of gradual and involved way of developing your relationship with place and people in small increments. I guess you know one one interaction and one friendship mm. at a time. Mm. I don't know how that works in a city. Um, I'm <laughs> living in a very small space, and around here it means <laughs> getting to know one neighbour who sells eggs from their <laughs> gate or something. <laughs> Or one market stall holder. <laughs> yeah. Maybe it's going to one one social event mm. at a time. <laughs> and yeah. then meeting one person there at a at a time. Maybe. Mm. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Oh gosh. I'll be figuring that out, I guess. <laughs> mm. I can't cope with cities. This is just reminding me why. <laughs> Okay, line four, coming slowly, slowly, confined in a bronze chariot, shame, there is completion. I have known this line to be literally about sitting in a car stuck in a traffic jam, so I'm afraid this reminds me of city life as well, um, but it might not be relevant. Um, this, is, I, this is a picture of travel, but a particular kind, very slow and ceremonial. If you want to get from A to B rapidly, you do. You wouldn't decorate your chariot in bronze. This is I know, a bronze chariot. It's, it's obviously a wooden chariot, but it's decorated with a lot of bronze to make it very shiny and very special to mark out that this is a really important moment and a really important journey. Also, of course, it means you only go very, very slowly and gently in it because it's heavy and lumbering and not lightweight and agile. Mm -hmm. And you'd only use a chariot like this if you were if the journey were really important. So you're going very slowly and gently and saying, you know, to travel mindfully is more important than to arrive. The line has mixed feelings about this. Mm. I think shame, it says. You know, not disaster, not blunder, you mm. idiot, but shame. And I found it often comes with a feeling of Am I really overcomplicating this? You know, I things like I need mm. to when I need to in, do something on my website and I try to create complicated video tours instead of just doing a bunch of screenshots and writing something. Or 
people trying to do something that involves going through loads and loads of red tape. It's worth asking, is there a simpler and lighter way? Or is this a really important journey that needs to be done in that way? There is completion. You get there in the end, maybe after you get out of this chariot and can move a bit more freely. I, you were saying this, this is something that doesn't happen quickly, the moving into a place. So it occurs to me that that might be a difference from traveling. And you're traveling and you meet someone mm-hmm. and you can strike up a really good conversation and get quite a deep sense of connection in the space of one plane ride or something. And mm-hmm. moving into a place is different and slower and more awkward. <laughs> Very awkward. Um, oh, maybe just maybe it's just a different kind of thing. Just just being there doesn't do it. <laughs> It, yeah, there isn't a substitute. So maybe this is the case where there isn't a substitute for the slowness. Mm. Mm. It's looking for emotional connection, this line as well, I think, which makes being stuck in that bronze chariot even more awkward. So I think, yeah, I think if this were my line, I would kind of expect things to go slowly, but also ask if there's anything that could be simpler, because sometimes one overcomplicates things. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, as an yes. answer to where should I go, um, I think it says inside, inward. Nowhere. Hmm. <laughs> yeah. Down and in. Um, and I think the hexagrams sum up your situation, that you're confined and seeking union. And I think they give you this advice, which is probably not about travel. I don't know. I, I'm a bit concerned because I haven't done a lot of traveling. And so if it were talking about traveling, I might not recognize it. <laughs> this is why I'm not sure. <laughs> but it has, it has, you know, I mean, the big momentum of 47 is down and in. No, but I think everything that you said sounds right within the context hmm. of, you know, my life. And especially the fact that the reminder of that, you know, I'm not a traveler, that this is a place that I'm trying to make a home in. And I've and I've only been here less than a year. So I think that, that it would make sense <laughs> to say, like, mm. you know, it's going to take time and, and to remind myself of that. Yeah, I've been where I am now, just coming up to a year. And I traveled away and came back a couple of days ago. And for the first time, I, I found myself thinking of coming home as coming here. Mm. Mm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's, it's taken me that long. Yeah. What uh, what stands out in the reading for you, or what jumps out, or makes sense? Um, I mean, yeah, everything. I think <laughs> it it, <laughs> nice it all it all feels good. I think um, the changing lines part and and your explanation of it of being gradual. I think that's mm-hmm. something that on my own I would have definitely missed. And was a, yeah, a good reminder. I think that that was the part that I was kind of looking at and was like, what does this part mean? <laughs> um, and, and yeah, and connecting it back to um, hexagram eight, seeking union and keeping that in mind, it, it kind of made a little bit more sense to me. Good. I'm really glad it did. Yeah. Thank you for sh- thank you again for sharing this one because yeah a bit experimental I wasn't sure how it would go but it's it's nice to know that it's landed so thank you 
Yeah, thank you so much. Um, even just hearing the structure of how you go about doing the reading and where you start and things that you are call out and how has been really helpful for me. Hopefully in future readings, I can kind of like emulate that and for myself. Yeah, because oftentimes I feel like I get the big headline, um, but it's the advice part or that maybe that I it's harder for me to interpret. Yeah. Thank you. So that was this month's reading. Thank you very much for listening, and I hope you enjoyed it and found it helpful. If you'd like to share a reading of your own on the podcast, you're very welcome to do so. Just visit onlineclarity.co.uk forward slash share. That's O-N-L-I-N-E-C-L-A-R-I-T-Y dot C-O dot U-K forward slash S-H-A-R-E and book your slot.